0: Good morning, and welcome to the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rick Jay, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Cary, North Carolina. Today is Monday, April 24, 2023. We are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter Into Action on page 76, the fourth paragraph, beginning with probably there are still some misgivings. And reading through seven sentences, ending on page 77 with, But this is not an end to itself. Today's readers are Mara Z, The 12 Steps, Naomi G.B., The 12 Traditions, and our big book readers are Kathy S. in the text, Claire E. on page 164, and Lulu L. as our backup reader. Our newcomer greeter is Colleen M., and our second hour moderator is Maria F. The share ID for Sunday, April 23rd, 2023, is 20,187. through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. I will now ask Maura Z to read the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous.
1: Good morning,
2: Rick. Maura Z in Virginia recovered and grateful today. Here are the 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two,
0: Thank you, Mara. I will now ask Naomi G.B. to read the 12 traditions of OA.
3: Good morning, everyone. Uh, Naomi G.B., a grateful compulsive, uh, recovered compulsive overeater in Ontario, Canada. Uh, 12 traditions of overeaters is anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you for the opportunity of due service, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Naomi. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes, at the end of which I will give you a gentle reminder. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive over readers only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read, We are sharing what the directions in the Big Book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to remute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter Into Action on page 76, the fourth paragraph, beginning with, probably there are still some misgivings and reading through seven sentences ending on page 77 with, but this is not an end to itself. I will now ask Kathy S. to begin reading.
4: Thanks, Rick. This is Kathy S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. Probably there are still some misgivings. As we look over the list of business acquaintances and friends we have hurt, we may feel diffident about going to some of them on a spiritual basis. Let us be reassured. To some people, we need not and probably should not emphasize the spiritual feature on our first approach. We might prejudice them. At the moment, we are trying to put our lives in order, but this is not an end in itself. Um, Yeah, trying to stick to this. I feel like I've got to leave off on a cliffhanger because the next sentence is like a real kicker. But uh, anyways, um, in keeping to the beginning of this paragraph, uh, I'm reminded of in working with others where uh, it is warned, you know, don't try to persuade someone of their alcoholism. They might, we might spoil a later opportunity, and also the traditions about like traditional love attraction versus promotion. Um, so it's it's good not to be a fanatic, and I got to remember what step we're on. We're on eight, and nine, and um, even though at this point um, in the beginning I I was starting to have my spiritual experience and I was very excited and very grateful, but I was also very fresh. So I was still full of a lot of selfishness, a lot of self-seeking. And, um, and so to come at people and talking about God, 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 which is what I did when I first came to faith. And I turned a lot of people off. My own mom was like, you need to cool it. Um, I was like, but, but Jesus died for my sins. And, and oh my gosh, I'm a whole new person. And I was so grateful for the, for the things I had been, for the grace and mercy I had been given. But like I said, I was still very fresh because I was still, um, I was still compulsively eating for starters. And if I had a real faith in God, what was that about? Um, And, but the prejudice, so, you know, I might, I might taint someone's view. And one thing that I do know about this step is that it's so important to just keep it simple. I don't have to go. It's not about me. It's not about proving myself. And again, that tradition 11, selling myself as someone who's now uh, spiritually, you know, like a, a whole new person. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to put my life in order. I'm willing to go, like it says in the prior paragraph, to go to any lengths for victory over alcohol. I must do this stuff. And I have to um, take the action and demonstrate my. Uh, my willingness, my open-mindedness, my honesty by taking responsibility for things that I have done, the harms that I have caused others and asking them, you know, um, if I've missed anything or, uh, how, you know, um, anything else, I guess, and, and, and then making those right as well and being open-minded myself, uh, to the outcome, just trusting God with everything. Um, I, you know, and and just, I don't know what else to say here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's about it because I'm already running out of time, but uh, thanks for letting me share. I'm so grateful for this opportunity and uh, with that I pass.
0: Thank you so much for getting us started, Kathy. Before we get our first group of names, just a reminder that although we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share Every third day, in order that others might share their experience too, please give me your first name only and the first initial of your last name. Who would like to share on what was read today?
5: Pamela P from Pennsylvania. Christina uh, J. Tonya B. Jen A.
6: Alec B. And what was the um, What was the last one? Alec B. Alec B. from uh, Missouri. Okay. Awesome. And who else? Carmela G. Carmela. Okay. That's a good
0: lineup. All right. So I've got Pamela P, Christina J, Tanya B. Jen A, Alec B, and Carmela G or B. I'm sorry. I I forgot which one. Sorry about that. Carmela And uh Pamela P, you are up first, followed by Christina J, and Pamela um, and everyone, just remember to give me your state you're from
6: when you introduce yourself. Go ahead, Pamela. Pamela, hit star one.
5: Yes, hello. This is Pamela P from Pennsylvania. God bless all of you. Um, so what I got from that paragraph is um, it definitely is a WE program, and everyone is included regardless of who you are, where you came from, what you did, what you look like, what nationality or economics. So when I came to program in the early 90s, I was the uh, only African-American or person at the meeting. I did felt so much love. I felt included. Also, um, I was in the adult industry. I worked away at the beginning of my career. Then I'm not in it no longer. And um, sometimes people did prejudge me because when I look in the mirror, I saw a 600-pound person staring at me, though at that Time, I was at the weight I would love to be now. I was at my goal weight, where I felt something was wrong with me. Also, the way my behavior with food was something off. And my boyfriend at the time, the one introduced me to OA. So it was a mix. It was a lot of love in the room. But as I would continue with OA and share me about how the food affect my life, and we're talking about a lot of the doubt industry, it will also allow a lot of drama a little bit. But I don't know. I can't be no one else but me. And my personal experience will be completely different from someone else. But I still accept them, so I won't be accepted also. So, throughout my time being with OA, um, I was my early 20s. I'm 50 now. it it been Ups and downs sometimes with the group as a whole because a lot of my share. But it also, the love outraged the hate, or maybe it wasn't hate, it was confusion. And confusion will make the the disease go to another level. So I choose love instead of confusion and hate. And so I really love the fellowship so much and embrace it. I do get a lot of calls, and I just feel that way. I feel a connection with someone. And the last thing I would say yesterday, I spoke to someone who was a therapist of trauma. So she was giving her insight of stuff I've been through like human trafficking and child abuse and stuff like that. And she was very open to help me. So that was the fellowship about, a 12-step in love. And accepting and other, regardless of who you are or what you did. And that's the same love as God or mimic God, but no one not like God. And so that's what i would say just for today. I try not to pick up. Okay, so thank you to Let Me Share. I pass.
0: Thank you, Pamela P. Christina J., you're up, followed by Tanya B. Go ahead, Christina.
7: Morning Rick, morning everyone, Christina J. state of North Carolina, oh. and even though I have reached a state of recovery, I don't like to say it, because i got a big damn ego, I start walking around saying I'm recovered, my ego gets a hold of that, so I'm just going to keep saying, I'm Christina Jay, and I'm from North Carolina, and I'm happy to be here, <laughs> all right, here we go, um, going to them on a spiritual basis, what is a spiritual basis for me? It's almost like a living amends to me. I walk with God. No matter what I do, I walk with God. I recently made an amends to my boss about something. I didn't go in touting anything about spirituality. I just went in humbly, and I said my harm, which involved another person, and also um, lying by omission about this other person, something they were getting blamed for that I actually did, as an accident, but still, I couldn't let them get blamed for this, but I didn't go in saying, well, God wants me to do this, and I'm in 12-step program, and I'm beginning to walk a spiritual journey. No, no, no. You know, it's the tone sometimes. It's the tone, and my tone in life is changing minute by minute, day by day, as I surrender all these things that, um, that, I was, I've been grappling with uh, hope, how we hold on to stuff. Well, you know, when I'm grappling with fear at night, I'm actually holding on to that. I'm battling it. So I realize, hey, I'm holding on to stuff because I'm fighting with it. So this is where I let go and let God. Um, I don't think I will ever go in and announce that I'm a spiritual person and I have an amends to make and it's going to make me better and blah, blah, blah. I think I will always work on just being and doing as God would have me do I have so much growth to do as it says at this moment we're trying to put our lives in order this moment is probably the rest of my life you know it's not it's the rest of my life and um, I've just really had a shift in the way I want to be around people the way I want to present myself something I think that was in me all the time and it was just buried under food and fear and Manipulation and needing validation and that little girl that just had to jump up and down. That's the only way she knew to get her attention. And I slayed a lot of um, people, not physically, but, you know, I, I, I just, in my mind, especially, you know, they're a piece of shit. I'm better than them, you know, blah, blah, whatever it was playing games in my mind, which, are, you know, that's the biggest thing for me today is letting go of those things. And I have finally, and I'll finish up with this, I finally broke through to that connection to God that I've been yearning for since I lost it before we moved. And this morning and yesterday, I had a beautiful, beautiful meditation. And it's, you know, I got to do it by, day by day. As we know, it's rinse and repeat. <laughs> so thank you for letting me share and I'm walking today with God and I don't have to announce it with a big flag I pass.
0: Thank you Christina J. Tanya B, you're up next followed by GNA. Go ahead Tanya.
8: Hi, this is uh Tanya D as in dog from uh Illinois, recovered compulsive overeater. Um and uh yeah, when I uh, did my um, nine-step amends, I I did not go in on a spiritual basis on any of them, uh, partly because, well, not that it was honestly a deliberate uh, choice. I didn't, like, think about it much. But in retrospect, uh, you know, because I was kind of an adamant uh, atheist and not that I necessarily talked about it a ton, but I think everybody kind of knew it. I, I think it would have just uh, sidetracked the amends because it would have made it about like, oh, so what happened? Like, wh- why, you know, oh, you're spiritual now. What, what? What is this God thing? What exactly do you believe? And um, maybe there's a time and place um, for that conversation, you know, with the people in my life, but it's not the amends part, right? Because in the amends, I'm focused on the harms that I've done to others and talking about, you know, what I'm going to do to make restitution uh, and to make up for it. Uh, And so I think, you know, I'm I'm definitely glad that I did not um, bring up the spiritual angle at all and just focused on uh, the wrongs that I've done and uh, needed the the amends that I'm, uh, how I'm going to fix it. Um, And then uh, the first uh, sentence, you know, there may be some misgivings, uh, definitely here, you know, comes up with amends because I'm making myself vulnerable and, Um, you know, there's a chance that the person will uh, use it against me. And uh, as with most other people, most of my amends have gone really, really well. Um, But when it came to my parents, with whom I had a lot of misgivings, um, when I made the amends and talked about kind of how I had acted uh, in ways that, um, you know, know, how in ways that had harmed them, um, my dad, you know, was kind of, it seemed kind of skeptical and was like asking, so you're not going to do those things anymore? Like, I don't know, just, I, I, you know, none of acknowledging anything they had done wrong, which uh, I'm really grateful that I had waited until I was willing because um, I wasn't willing the first time around going through the steps to make amends to them. I think I was just too still enmeshed in that whole thing and not spiritually fit enough. And if I had tried it the first time around and I had that reaction, I would have just come out with all the wrongs that they had done. And, um, you know, that, how dare they not be so excited that I'm acknowledging the little part that was mine? Um, but because I had enough recovery, I was just able to like calmly say, like, I guess, like, I'm going to try my best. Um, and, and, and just calm, calmly listen and, and be done with it. And it was just so freeing to, move on from that, I mean, the relationship was still there, and there were still lots of, like, ups and downs, and I definitely was not perfect in, in changing my behavior, um, but that moment of, like, I've, I've acknowledged this, and I, you know, lived through whatever. It wasn't even that bad in retrospect, of course, like, but I I made it through whatever the other person's reaction was, and I have a fellowship. You know, a reminder. Somebody, like, does throw me out. Um, thanks. I, I have a fellowship to help me um, work through it, and I'm very grateful for that. Thanks, and with that, I'll pass.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Tanya D. Jen A, you are up next, sister, followed by Alec B. Go ahead, Jen.
1: Hey, good morning, Rick.
9: Good to hear you. Thanks for taking the meeting. This is Jen A. Recovered by God's grace and mercy today. Thank you, Lord, for saving a girl like me. Um, I love this part of the book, right, because it's page 76. I'm given in the next seven pages, 60 guidelines, on how to do amends. I don't have to go at it alone. There's all these suggestions um, for those who went before me, and it's outlined here in the Practical Program of Action. Um, You know, and the first two are be willing to make amends and avoid creating prejudice. Those are the first two that I have to remember. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to keep clinging to God. That's the biggest thing for me. You know, it's not about reconciliation or forgiveness here. Um, I, you know, but I need to go forth. And I need to take God with me um, to, to, you know, just to mend my behavior, to amend the harm that I've done to people. And so um, when I first started out uh, doing these nights of amends with my sponsor the very first time, um, I created a prayer. Um, God, as I go forward to repair the damage that I've done in the past, I ask that you give me courage and clarity before I begin. Give me the tact and common sense. And may I come with a helpful and forgiving spirit May my manner, be calm and direct and open as I take ownership from my side of the street, as I place the outcome in your hands. Amen. And I said that prayer before I even started the writing process and digging down through that list that I had created. And with each prayer, um, with each amends, I said that prayer, um, just taking God into it. Um, Some of those amends, you know, I did go in uh, letting people know that I was in a spiritual program of action and some I didn't, but God gave me, um, God gave me the wisdom on how to do that and when to do it. I just kept clinging to the fact that I don't know what's best. You do, God. And today I do the exact same thing. I don't know what's best. I don't know how to handle the situation. You know, I just amended my behavior to someone um, yesterday. And um, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to overdo it or underdo it, say too much, not say enough. And so what I did was I wrote it all out, which is what my sponsor told me to do, and prayed about it, and I role-played it with someone, and then I went out and made the amends. Um, And I still continue to do that years later because I know that I will always get myself into trouble because I insert myself into everything. That's my ego that keeps popping up. So thank you, God, that you give me seven pages of guidelines. There's 60 of them here. I can go through and just be reminded that it's not about me. It's about you, and I'm going to take you
6: with me. every. Well, Jen, I just, you just got cut off there. It sounded like you were about finishing up, but
0: I did uh, lose you there just for a second. Is there anything you wanted to
6: conclude with just so we can all hear it? All right, well, thank you, Jen A. Alec
0: B., you're up next, followed by Carmela G. Go ahead, Alec. Uh,
10: good morning. This is Alex B. from Missouri. I'm a compulsive uh, odor eater and restrictor in recovery. Um, I'm very grateful to say I'm several months in absence, uh, more real and more true and more 100% absence than I've been before. Um, but as I think about the, this paragraph, this day of misgivings, I'm going through the steps of my sponsor right now, and you can have, I can have thoughts of misgivings. Do I want to go all the way? Do I don't want to do this as faithfully, as intentionally? Um, and I noticed that, that the solution for me is, is deeper surrender to God and to the wisdom I sponsor. Um, for example, she recommended that I, I share online this morning. And so even just to submit to that and to, and to share on this line um, is a way for me to, to, to respond to my misgivings through surrender, through trust in. In uh, her, but more ultimately in, in my higher power, in God who loves me and is freeing me from this. And so I'm grateful for that. And I also think of this passage, it talks about ordering our lives in order to order my life. And uh, I'm a graduate student, and we're entering into finals, which has uh, historically been a time of great challenge for me, you know, with stress and, and not sleeping as well and eating. And and uh, thankfully, it's been remaining absent, and I've been staying close to, to my God and to program. But I think it's helpful for me to order my life, right, and to, to pray and to remember, right, God, my high power is, is first. What, what God is calling me to is fidelity, is faithfulness, is surrender, is freedom. And then after that is, 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 is you know, through the, the surrender and then my recovery, my freedom, my spiritual growth. And far down below are my grades, are my earthly successes or, or whatever. And if I can remember that, then hopefully, God willing, I won't get bogged down. I won't get emotionally distressed by the academic pressures, the work pressures, and can focus on what really matters, which is first my relationship with God, and along with that, the freedom from this addiction and the recovery, so as to serve others and to serve serve the Lord. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to share, to share this grace in my life, to share uh, with uh, each of you the challenge of maintaining uh, a, a life devoted um, to this program, devoted to God, but the the the, the reality that that uh, my higher power has me. And if I keep that, if I keep him first, it will order the rest of my life and will free me from this ultimately and forever. And so uh, with grace, just thanks uh, to God's grace and to all of you, uh, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Alec B. Carmela G., you're up next, and then we'll get some more names. Go ahead, Carmella.
11: Thank you so much. My name is Carmela G., and I am a gratefully recovered for today compulsive overeater. Um, The reason I wanted to share today is because as a new person, when I came into program, I came in thinking that the reason I came into this program was to lose weight. But quickly, this book told me early, early on in the early chapters that the sole purpose was to be of maximum service, first to God and then to my fellows. And here we are on step eight. We've gone through, we've looked at our inventory. Why am I making amends? I am making amends to change, change my life, change my relationship. And what are the instructions? Our real purpose is to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and the people about us. And the way we approach people is no longer my way. My way was Madame Full Charge, Russian. I can tell you how to live your life. No, today my way is to invoke my higher power and ask for the direction and then speak loving and kindly to people and respect whatever it is they are going through and those are qualities that when i surrender to god he allows me to develop and the more i trust him the better i'm at doing it and with that i pass and thank you so much have a beautiful day
0: thank you so much carmella uh, and could you give us our your state please
11: Oh, I'm sorry, New York.
0: Thank you so much, Carmela. I should know that. (laughs) All right, before we continue with our second group of names, we are in the chapter into action on page 76, the fourth paragraph beginning with probably there are still some misgivings and reading through seven sentences ending on page 77 with, but this is not an end to itself. And though we value everyone's experience, we ask that you please limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. Who else would like to share today?
12: Dwight M. Dwight? Jim
6: K. Hello, Dwight. Jim, you gotcha, Jim. Who else would like to get on the second line up here? Got plenty of room. Lauren Grace B, New Jersey. Uh what was your name again? Sorry. Lauren Grace.
0: Lauren Grace. Uh Kevin. Initial of your last name, Lauren? B. B. Gotcha.
13: Jessica S. Ohio.
0: Jessica S. Ohio.
14: Kevin. Kevin.
0: I'm... Uh, What was your initial or your last name, Kevin?
14: Oh, Florida.
0: Okay. Anybody else? All right, we'll go with these names and then uh, we'll get a couple more. All right, I've got Dwight M, Jim K, Lauren Grace B, Jessica S, and Kevin O. Dwight M, you're up next, followed by Jim K. Go ahead, Dwight.
12: Hi. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for taking the meeting. Thanks, everybody, for being on the line and reminding me that uh, I'm not alone in recovery. None of us are. That's such good news, and I'm so grateful for that. We get to recover together, and I'm grateful that uh, I'm reminded of that every day. Um, the reading today was good. I appreciate how it was talking about not to lead with uh, the God flag if we come in too hot, that uh, we might scare some people off or we might turn them off by speaking too much about the faith portion of the program. Uh, but the good thing is is that we can trust the process and we can trust our higher power in the uh, in going to do these amends because even if they don't work out ideally or if, even if they don't work out perfectly, uh, they do work out because we're clearing up our side of the street. We're taking responsibility for what we've done and we're naming it and then we're asking to, to do whatever, whatever we can to make up for that to do those amends and to make, the, make this process happen, we do have to trust that the people who told us to do this in the big book were right. We have to trust that our higher power is going to guide us. We have to trust that our sponsor or whoever's guiding us through the steps is telling us the truth from their experience. And and they are. All of these are true. So we can count on that. and We can uh, be encouraged by that. We don't have to be so afraid of making the amends. I can't say that uh, all of my amends went well, but they ended up getting rid of what I needed to get rid of in order to be cleared for a spiritual path to God and a connection to my higher power. Uh, So I'm grateful for the process. It did scare me a lot the first time through, but um, that's behind me now. And I just have to do these steps every day. And I'm grateful for the 12 steps that, that got me a a spiritual awakening and brought me into your all's company. So thank you for helping me recover. And thank you for being there. Have a good day. Thank you so much, Dwight M., and can you please
0: give us your state? Ohio. Thank you very much, Dwight. Jim K., you're up
6: next, followed by Lauren Graceby. Go ahead, Jim. Good to hear you, brother. Jim K., hit star one to unmute.
15: Hi, this is Jim Kay from Illinois, and it's great to uh, uh, follow that share by Dwight and for you to call out my name, Rick. It's a small world. The um, I have to laugh at myself that uh, um, I started off, you know, in this program sort of in your face. Um, I can remember after my divorce that with my uh, four kids at the Thanksgiving table I had <laughs> put out on each, uh, plate, a, uh, uh a, a reading from, uh, a daily reader and, uh, from, from 12 step recovery. So it was sort of, uh, in your face and, uh, and that wasn't really a step nine amends, but it just, it just showed, uh, the, uh, uh there, there was no nuance to it, but, um, you know, step nine amends can be formal sessions, you know, where you meet with folks. And, you know, I was uh, guided by my sponsor to, you know, prepare a letter and and and, uh, and reference. Uh, and so, you know, when I met with folks on step nine, I, I said, you know, I'm, the, I'm meeting with you on the basis of OA, you know, that I'm um, in a program of recovery that, you know, asks of me to, uh, to, to meet and, and address these. These character defects. Um, and uh, I, you know, I remember making amends to a brother in law who i just who I had felt was snobby, and uh, sort of tight. And uh, that's about him. But about me in the in the amends, I, I addressed my side of the street. And, um, you know, he at the end of the amends, he just, you know, this very, you know, cl- that this person I thought was very closed and tight just had just he changed so much. He said, well, I can see why this, you know, OA program of recovery has you do this because you've opened your heart and I can just feel that. And it was just, it was amazing um, uh, to, to see, to feel the change in me being reflected back to me. Um, and then the other aspect of step nine is is like that, you know, feeling it back in you. It's like the Michael Jackson song, band and mirror, make that change. It's not about a, you know, one and done meet them and, you know, present them with a letter or address it. It's the actual changes that we embody in ourselves, and uh, our change behavior. And, you know, for me, uh, over the years, you know, let's go back to to my kids that you know, I met with them and had the formal step nine a men's letter and worked through it but the real change has come over many years and with with respect to uh you know the the line in the paragraph I probably should not emphasize the spiritual feature on our first approach over the Good years, I have, I've increasingly referenced god to my kids just you know because that's how I've changed and so I I do reference god so that's what I've got thank you
0: thank you so much Jim K Lauren Grace B you are up next followed by jessica s go ahead lauren grace
16: good morning everybody this is lauren grace b from south jersey thank you everyone who's doing service on this meeting this morning i've really appreciated all the shares Um, i also want to share about um, why lay ourselves open to being branded fanatics or religious bores, who may kill a future opportunity to carry a beneficial message but our man is sure to be impressed with a sincere desire to set right the wrong. He is going to be more interested in a demonstration of goodwill than in our talk of spiritual discoveries. And this was especially true for my kids. Uh, All their upbringing, I did everything I could to make sure that, make sure in quotes, that they walked with God, um, controlled their education, their religious upbringing, their friends, the music they listened to, the movies they watched. And of course, as a parent, some of that is necessary, but I took it, I took it way too far. Um, And many have walked away from the faith that they grew up in, most of them have. But when I made my amends to them, you know, it was only looking at my part. And when I confess to them my controlling, trying to control them and what they believe. It really, it truly brought healing into our relationships and um, through the steps I've been able to surrender them to God, to reveal himself to them as he will, and not to talk to them, not to think it's my job to make sure they walk with him, but to fully release um, them to him and the thing that's brought us closer has not been me trying to force my religion on them, but it's been in living out my amends to them, in telling them, confessing my controlling attitudes and telling them that I'm going to try to live differently. And by God's grace, I am. And it's it's really a miracle. I have great relationships with my kids. And they even comment, most of them even comment on the changes they're seeing. So I wouldn't have understood this years ago, but I completely agree with it now. Um, And for me personally, in my faith, I've gone from being uh, someone who tries to quote unquote convert people to someone who just tries to be a program of attraction rather than promotion, just like the traditions tell us. And um, it's just such a more peaceful life. I have better relationships with everyone in my life. And I feel like, um, by surrendering them to God. He is the one that works in them. It's not my job. It's his job to bring uh people to himself however he chooses to do that. And with that I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you, Lauren Grace B. Jessica S., you're up next, followed by Kevin O. No, go ahead, Jessica.
13: Yes, yeah, hi. I'm a um a grateful recovering um, compulsible to eater here in the Buckeye State, Northern North Ohio. Um I just wanted to kind of take a step at the line where it says at the at um at the moment we are trying um we're trying to put our lives in order now I'm one someone now who can kind of like words, so I have to actually look up the uh phrase at, at the moment, which means right now that's all we right now in the current moment so all we are doing right now is just trying to put our lives in order we're not trying to tell people that, I mean, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not trying to convert anyone. I'm not trying to purchase anyone. And I remember um, when I first, uh, my first attempt through uh, the step doing eight and nine, I remember it seemed easier to just tell someone that was in a 12-step program. And little did I know, a lot of people thought, oh, you know, they would say something like, oh, the only reason why you're doing this is because you're in program and your sponsor told you to. And it kind of made me even more shy and more like, like I like, okay, I don't want to do it. And then it, in other, um, in other, in in another sense, I uh, thought. You know, I was using it like a checkbox. I was saying, okay, okay, I did step eight, I did step nine, I did step ten, and so on. You know, I was like this great little student, and I can go back to my sponsor, and I can say, okay, I did all this stuff, but then it was like my heart wasn't in it. So um, my the next couple um, times that I did this step, it was like, Okay, why am why am I doing step eight and nine? I'm doing step eight and nine because going back to the sentence, you know, to put my um to put my life in order. I need to move on, and I need to leave the. Pa- I mean, I need to make the path right and move forward. I can't um have yesterday's problem um today because I'm not going to be able to master. I'm not going to focus on what is said in the meet, I'm not going to focus on what my sponsor is saying. So all we're doing now is just putting our lights in order and not converting someone, not that he wants, they're speaking for me. So, um, yeah, so in now, nowadays when I actually do this, when I go for this step, I, I say, okay, I'm really sorry for what I did. And I truly am sorry, if I'm not sorry, then I, then I put it on my later list. So I do now, later, maybe another, because there's something some that you can't do. And with that, I'm just going to pass. Think.
0: Thank you, Jessica S. Kevin O, you're up next, and then we'll get another name or two. Go ahead, Kevin.
6: Yeah. Uh, good morning. I'm Kevin and, uh, I don't really
14: know how to share on what we're currently talking about but I've been trying to come in and and I'm new so I'm I'm, uh, I've been dipping my toe and um, I'm I'm finally two and a half years sober but I'm finding that really my primary addiction is eating and uh, and I'm really finding it very difficult to maintain my uh, sobriety in a different program because of this pro this issue and uh i decided today to sign on the meeting um i've tried it a couple times before but i didn't really try it because i don't want to get all hung up on the god thing but uh i'm realizing more and more that i need to really um get that connection which i don't which seems to be eluding me i don't know why but uh and I'm just getting worse and worse with the eating. I'm hitting a real big bottom with it, and um, uh, I I didn't know. I don't know what else to do. So I'm coming here again and just saying that uh, you know that uh, that I'm an I'm Kevin and I'm an overeater, and I I don't know how to say that, but it makes sense, I guess. And I just want to get that out of my chest and. Um I'm Kevin from Florida. Kevin O. I've been here before. If anybody heard me before, please uh, let me know. Thanks.
0: Thanks so much for getting on and sharing, Kevin. We appreciate you. That was Kevin O from Florida. All right. Uh we got uh room for uh, a couple more. Who else would like to share? Anita J. Got you, Anita.
6: Donna S.
0: And Donna S. All
6: right. Go ahead, Anita, and then Donna.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, I couldn't let this go by. Uh, This is Anita J. Recovered in Massachusetts. My relationship with God um, has improved because I used to think sincerely that I was his messenger, particularly with my husband. And I was always saying to him, Donald, God told me to tell you and you know I meant it. I mean look at me and this went on for quite a while until one day I started and he went wait God told me to tell you that He has established a connection directly with me and your services are no longer needed. That was uh a big lesson,
0: folks, and it was a good one. And with that I pass. Thank you, Anita J. Donna S. You're up next and we'll get some more people on. Go ahead, Donna.
17: Hi, I'm Donna in South Florida. Thank you so much for your service. I couldn't meet too, I couldn't help but share on this paragraph. I remember um I've done the steps a few times and I'm doing them again. I'm back, not back up to this step again, but I did do this in the past. And there was two people that I had made amends to, and it was, I found it so hard, but my higher power, my God, definitely was with me. One of them, I didn't even know how it, even though they lived maybe six doors away from me and worked with me, I never saw them. And I definitely needed to um, make amends to this person. So I was taking my morning walk and this person came on my walk, like right in my face. I lived here for twenty three years. This never happened. And this was the time when I had to do my amends. As soon as this happened, I saw this person walking towards me. I was like, God is definitely with me. He wants me to make my amends to um this person and I did. And I did. And it was it was funny because we talked about business and we, we talked about, you know, all kinds of things. And I, all that all that stuff, it was a lot of stuff that I had inside of me about this person, it was relieved. And even though things might even happen now, I just like, doesn't bother me. It just shrugs. It's like my higher powers, like, yeah, just let it go. It's no big deal, you know? It's not worth the um, angst that I have to feel about it. And then I did another amends to somebody else and she was very upset when I called her. She was like, after all these years, she was like giving it to me and I, you know what? It re- was a relief for me. It was my higher power having the relief. And now I'm going to do them again, and there's other people that I'm going to have to make amends to. But I keep coming back because this is this clears, this clears my blockage up, all that blockage that I have in me from all these years of stuff that happens. And I'm just so grateful for these steps and these meetings, and that's all I have to share.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Donna Couple more names. Got room for a couple more. Kathy. Uh, I, I, you were cut off. I didn't quite hear that.
0: Kathy M.
6: All right, Kathy,
0: and who else? David M. Florida. All right, David. Okay. Kathy M, you're up and I will give you uh, guys like a couple of minutes each if that's okay and we both can share uh, that way. So, uh, Kathy M, go ahead and remember to introduce your uh, your state too along with your name. Go ahead, Kathy.
18: Kathy M, uh, Massachusetts uh, Recovered. Um, thank you for your service. Thank you for everyone on the line. Uh, I just, uh, I um, I didn't really, oh, my God. anyway. I did this step um I've done this step several times and um and and uh it it was rather difficult but a byproduct of this step for me was um being uh being able to uh make amends without you know just make, being able to make an amends on a regular basis and uh you know before doing these steps uh my ego and pride would even if I knew I was wrong um I didn't want to admit to anyone I was wrong because then they would think I was weak and, and this this step changed all that for me. And, um, several times I've, I've made amends to people, um, um, you know, when, when I was wrong and, uh, it just, uh, it, 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 on a couple on several occasions, it, it just takes people by shock that, that, um, someone would actually say they're sorry for something they've done. And it's just, it's such a relief. And, and, um, for the most part, my ego and pride are set aside. And I just, uh, I just, it's it, it's so difficult to when I know I've done something wrong if I don't make the amends I I just my conscience just feels terrible about it and and that that's a good thing and I'm glad of that so um not only does this help um when I'm doing the steps but I I can use it in my in my regular everyday living and and uh, be forever grateful for that so thank you for taking my call and I pass. Thank
6: you Kathy M. David M. Go ahead. David, hit star one, to mute. Good,
19: good morning, everybody. David from Florida. Um, yeah, it's glad to be here. Um, hey, I'm
0: David, uh, we yeah, got I a lot know. of background noise. Is there any way you could uh, kind of check out that background noise? It's a beeping sound.
19: Uh, okay. Um. Hi, oh, yes, David. I'm from Florida. Um, glad to be here. It's bittersweet, uh, but um, you know, I I acted out my food last night, and um, I just, you know, I'm I figure, I'm figuring it out like the domino effect, and it's, you know, it's part of. Um, just how I it's like it's how I treat my like my husbands and my spouse and uh and then like when they get upset or hurt and I get stressed out, especially my life. I don't like when my life's upset, I get stressed out and I my get stressed out and then I end up going for the food and it's just like it's just like a whole domino effect and then then comes the shame and you know and uh like a never ending thing but like I have to I have to stop it I have to stop the train where you know where that domino effect begins um and it's about treating others it's about doing service and treating others and stop being selfish. And um, David
0: I'm having a hard time hearing you. if you could just hold the phone just a little closer maybe.
19: Okay, is this better? Yes, a little better, yes. Okay. Um then that works. I'm trying not to that it But um I was just saying that uh it's just how how I treat others is how I um and my wife is uh it's like I got this um that domino effect. Um if so I when I get stressed out, that's when I go to the food and uh, you know once my loved ones are stressed out and I get stressed out and it's just like, you know, so it's just about how I treat others. I need to come out of myself. It's like the big book says, do service to others and you come out of yourself and stop being selfish. And that's how I need to start doing it. And, um, yeah, gentle reminder. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. To, there's an early morning, um, meeting and, um, that's all I got to share thanks all
0: right thank you so much David M all right everyone thank you so much for all who shared please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing the share ID for today Monday April 24th 2023 is 20,188 we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 64 followed by the serenity prayer will Claire ear? (laughs) Sorry, well, Claire E., please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
3: Sure, thanks, Rick. My name's Claire E. I'm a recover compulsive eater in Cornwall in the UK. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order